Welcome to the free solo podcast created to help getting kicked out of your parents' basement not hurt so bad. I'm Talmadge Morgan, your host for today's show, and thanks so much for listening. Hey everybody, we're back for our next episode of the free solo podcast. Thanks for joining me. Um, I decided to give everybody who's listening a new nickname. You guys are going to be known as soloers from now on, so be proud, live it, love it. Um, congratulations. If you're listening, you are now a soloer. So today we're going to talk about how to work smarter and not harder, um, as far as making money goes. So I just want to ask, are you making money the easy way or the hard way? I'm assuming you have a job, uh, or at least you want a job. And instinctively, I think everybody just goes or jumps straight to, okay, at what hourly wage job could I make the most? And so you start to try and figure out like where, what store, what company will hire you and where you can make the most per hour. Um, usually you try to get hired by someone, you make some calls, you submit your resume and have some interviews. You know, we've all been through the process before, um, but this podcast is about how there's another way if you're willing to consider it and put in the work um, and that's to start a business. And it's, it's not as scary as it sounds. Um, starting a business literally just means you become your own boss and you carry out your own ideas. So it differs from your typical hourly wage job because instead of clocking in and having an employer and getting paid by the hour, um, having to call in for work if you can't make it and having a schedule you get every week, um, you become the person that makes all those decisions, which is actually really cool. And when it's small scale, um, it's not as stressful as you think, and it's not as much work as you think. Um, and if you're like me, I mean, you, you need money, you have expenses, you might be broke. Um, and honestly, like I used to think about this the same way you probably do. I tried a lot of hourly jobs. So I, my first job when I was 16 um, was at Shopco. It's a store that's recently been closing down, but they're just a retail store that sells like clothes and food and whatever, kind of like Target. And I made seven fifty an hour there. That's literally the bottom of the barrel. That was minimum wage. I didn't really know that there was anything better. They were the first place that called me back after I made a bunch of calls. And I had an interview and they hired me right away and I was like, sweet, got a job. Um, and then I worked there for eight or nine months probably through my, my sophomore year. Um, the summer after sophomore year, I worked at Snowbird at their resort activities and stuff. They have some like roller coasters and whatever. And I was an attendant for the activities, just told people the rules and got to hang out outside pretty much. That job was cool. I actually got to work um, with a lot of cool people from all around the U.S. And my day was usually two hours of work with a one hour break. And I would just cycle through that. So I'd work two hours and I was off an hour. I usually worked about 10 hours a day. So ended up having like a three hour break where I still got paid. So it was really fun. I enjoyed that job. There I made about ten fifty an hour. The next summer I worked, that was the summer before I left um, to serve a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So I worked at Bear Lake and I made about eleven fifty an hour. Again, super fun job. I got to use 
boats. Um, had a ton of fun. Went up there with my cousin and his buddy, and we hung out the whole time and just had a blast. Um, oh, I forgot to mention. So the this during the school year before the Bear Lake job, I worked at Mister Car Wash. That was not bad either, as far as the wage goes. Um, I made about thirteen to fourteen an hour with tips. Because uh, we split up the tips at the end of the day. Anyway, so I have some experience with typical high school hourly wage jobs, and I had a lot of fun. I definitely learned a lot. But I definitely also limited myself when I thought about how I could make money. Um, and I've also I've had a lot of experience working for myself and coming up with ideas and learning new skills and making a lot more money. So here, here are a couple examples just from my own experience. So pretty typical high school kid. I mowed lawns. That was upwards of 25 bucks an hour. So just to put it in perspective, that's 10 bucks more than the highest I made at Mr. Car Wash. 25 an hour at least you know some lawns you can finish in an hour and the people pay 30 or 40 um, I would wash cars that one was more of just a side gig but I could make 20 to 30 an hour doing that um, actually during the winter learned how to wax skis and snowboards because people take their skis and snowboards into the shops to be waxed but I, I just wax them for them I could make about 25 an hour doing that it was really fun I enjoyed learning how and meeting people and um, it taught me a lot about how to market myself and I also painted curbs this one was the most profitable the startup cost was super low I paid probably 10 bucks total for all the materials I needed to start and I made $50 an hour starting on my first day doing it um, so anyway those are just some examples that I've had in the past where I've made a lot of money in a lot less time some other ideas if you're out there brainstorming um, I have a friend who during quarantine learned how to cut hair. He watched some videos on YouTube, got really good at it, started doing it for his friends, started charging like 10 or 15 bucks per haircut. And his friends would just come over to his house and hang out. He'd cut their hair, they'd pay him. And he made a lot of money. You can do a haircut in 20 or 30 minutes. Um, so he was making upwards of 30 bucks an hour. Not bad. Um, nanny is a good one. House sitter or a pet sitter. Lots of people going on vacation. Tutor, window washer. Um, there are a lot of things out there that if you're willing to either ask around or learn just a new skill on, on YouTube, it's going to talk about that in a sec actually, but people will pay you for it and they'll pay you a lot. So, um, from, I've kind of told my, a lot of my friends about my experiences, just making money from these business ideas that I have and I always tell them, you know, you should try it out. You should come up with your own idea and go for it. And some of them say like, well, could I actually do it? Like, would I actually make money? Would I actually have a good idea? Honestly, the answer, short, short answer is it's up to you. You know, you get out what you put in. Um, but here's some just common concerns that I want to debunk real quick. So, um, number one is like, I won't be able to find customers. So let's, let's put the very first example that I gave. Um, mowing lawns so when I was I started doing this when I was about 15 and I didn't have an older brother that mowed a bunch of lawns that handed them over to me I'm the oldest in my family so I didn't have a single customer um, I just knew that I wanted to go mowing lawns because I had done my own for a couple of years and my dad did it when he was a kid so he just said yeah go for it I mean you can make some good money and I was like all right well why not you know I didn't have a single customer though, so that was my first question. How do I find someone who wants to pay me to mow their lawn? 
Um, and what I had to do was print out a flyer, just had some basic info, you know, my name and phone number. I put the services that I included um, and why I felt that I was a good choice. And then I just went door to door to my neighbors asking them um, if they wanted me to mow their lawn. And I think half of it was probably my um, childhood charm. You know, who can say no to a 15 year old kid who is just trying to save money um, for his mission or for college. But I think the other part was I was willing to go out and, and do the work and get customers. I put some work into the flyer and I put in the time on Saturday when people were home to go find customers. Um, and so I ended up doing, at, at the most lawns that I did, I was doing around 10, 10 or 12. Um, so if you, you know, if you have an idea and your, your primary concern is, will I be able to find customers? My answer is yes. There are a lot of ways that you can do that. Door to door is the most involved one, um, but it's really effective. Uh, other ways are social media. So on, on Facebook, that's a great way to find people, but I would even say, if you haven't heard of it, look into next door. That groups neighborhoods together and it's usually moms that are on there and they're the ones that are always looking for help. So get on next door. Um, usually, they want you to create a business page if you're going to advertise yourself, but you can get away with just a few quiet, subtle advertisements. So just say, hey, I'm so-and-so, I'm offering this service. Um, text me for more information and you'll get replies. I promise you, you will. You, so use social media, have your friends and family members repost um, about you and what you do. And yeah, don't be afraid to use your networks to find people. Um, the next common concern to debunk is people are already doing what I want to do or what I can do. Um, so let's say you want to go out and, and be a, a barber. So your competition are the barbershops and the salons and maybe like a friend who's already doing it, right? But there are so many people who need haircuts that you can't let that stop you. Like there's so many lawns that need to be mowed. There's so many curbs that need to be painted. There's so many windows that need to be washed. No company is ever going to be able to take all of those away. And even if a few more people are doing it that you've been able to see or notice, um, there's still so much work to be done and so many customers to be found. So don't let that stop you either. Um, if you put in the work finding customers, eventually they'll start coming to you and you'll realize, hey, that wasn't as hard as I thought. Um, the next concern is like if I have my own business, it's not very steady or secure income. I never know like when I might run out of jobs or when I you know, just won't be able to do this anymore. And then all of a sudden it's not as secure as like an hourly job would have been where you have an employer and you have to clock in and they give you your schedule every week. So that's, that's totally valid. I totally understand where you come from there. I would say, um, like I say to my friends who wonder if they can do it, you'll get in what you put out. You'll get out what you put in. I always mix that up. Um, if you put in the work and find a solid customer base and then you put in hours every day or every week to continue looking for customers, you're always gonna have customers, especially if you do a good service that people need. Um, and I've given some examples of what those services look like. You know, car wash, again, you go door to door with a bucket, soap, and a, and a squeegee, and a towel, and ask people if they want their cars washed. Like, I guarantee you, you'll get five out of 10 people who say yes to that. Like people, people are really willing to give you a shot 
if you can do a service that's convenient for them that saves them time and could possibly save them money. And meanwhile, you're making bank. So it's a win-win. Um, a couple, just to finish off, just a couple tips. Um, so let's say, you know, you've, you got an idea from this podcast, you've heard one you want to try, or you've, you have one that you have been thinking about doing for a while. My goal is to just give you some ideas so you can take action right away. So, um, my ski waxing example or, or curb painting, I didn't know how to paint numbers on a curb or wax skis before I did it. And to learn, I watched, you know, for ski waxing, it was more because I was less familiar with it. I, I probably watched five or between five and 10 YouTube videos first. And then I practiced on my own skis and my family's skis just to make sure I could do it. Painting curbs, I watched two or three YouTube videos, practiced on a cardboard box, practiced on my curb, did my neighbor's curb for free, and then I was ready to go do it. So that took all of one day. Um, so just use YouTube, use your resources, learn what you need to, to make this skill something that you can start to apply and use. Go practice it. Don't be afraid to do a couple services for free, you know. Um, give 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 out some free haircuts or you know whatever you decide to do just um, put in the time to learn how to do it do a good job um, and it, you'll find that it's a lot easier than you think it's also very rewarding um, so benefits that I can think of when I just think of my experiences of um, working for myself you know owning my own business or working for somebody else um, your hourly wages are just generally higher like as long as you have jobs you're gonna be making way more probably double what you would have made an hourly job and what that means is if you needed to work 30 hours a week to cover your expenses you're now gonna have to work 15 or less um, which is huge that's a lot of time that you can now spend doing other things um, that are valuable to you. you could use it for a vacation you could use it to catch up on classwork, go on more dates, hang out with people. Um, whatever you want more time to do, this can give you more time and more money to do it. Um, you're going to be able to choose your own schedule, which is just, it's awesome. Um, you get to work around, like instead of having to cancel or not accept invitations, like let's say you get invited to a party on a Friday night and like your boss asked you to cover a late shift, um, you're not going to have to turn that down that invitation. Just you're going to work a few more hours on Saturday, or you already worked a few extra hours during the week, so you don't have to worry about it. It's it's really awesome. There are a lot of benefits to choosing your own schedule. And again, just to emphasize this last point, you get out what you put in. Um, the more you put into finding jobs and finding customers and networking um, and marketing yourself, the more jobs you're going to have, and the more you work you'll have during the week, and the more money you'll make. So. That's honestly my favorite part is you can control how high your potential goes. Um, with an hourly job, no matter how much effort you put in, no, much, no matter how much you suck up to your boss, um, suck up is the wrong word, no matter how much you, you do your best or um, you, you could put in 150% effort and you're still going to make the same hourly wage. You, know? you could also put in 25% effort and if they might fire you, but if they don't, you're still making the same hourly wage, right? There's a lot of difference. And you've seen in your jobs, you know, there's people who slack off and people who work hard and they make the same amount of money. Um, but when you work for yourself, 
you know, the harder you work, you're literally just going to translate that into more money, which to me, that's totally worth it in and of itself. Um, you work harder. I, I like to say work harder and smarter. Um, cause obviously you want to work smarter, not harder, but if you just work smarter, then you're probably not making bank. You work smarter and harder. That equals, that equals making bank anyway. So that's pretty much the end. My goal for this podcast was just to kind of inspire you to think about ways you can make money on the side or turn this into your full-time job, start a business to give you some tips and tricks you can apply right away. Um, and hopefully this was super helpful. If you have questions or ideas or comments or suggestions, you can shoot me an email. Again, it's podcastfreesolo at gmail.com and I can reply to you the same day. Um, But anyway, thanks, Solowers. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.